October 21st. Today's reading in the New Testament will be from the book of 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 1 through 21, where we'll learn to watch your motives, be obedient, so you do not bring reproach on the word, or show disrespect for persons in authority over you. Never take advantage of fellow believers. Rather, do all you can to help them. Watch your attitudes. You enjoy arguing about the Bible? Then search your heart to see if any of these sinful attitudes are hiding there. You can never debate people into the kingdom or into a more sanctified life. Watch your values. Are you content with the necessities of life? Or must God give you luxuries? God wants you to enjoy His gifts and employ them for the good of others. But beware when your heart is set on getting rich. Watch your testimony. Know the things you should flee, follow, and fight, and do not confuse them. When you think it too difficult to stand up for the Lord, remember how He stood up for you. And then watch your stewardship. You have a deposit of spiritual truth to guard and invest, and the enemy wants to take it away from you. Beware those who want to give you so-called new knowledge beyond what God says in His Word. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. October 21st, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 1-21 through 21. Christians who are slaves should give their masters full respect, so that the name of God and His teaching will not be shamed. If your master is a Christian, that is no excuse for being disrespectful. You should work all the harder because you are helping another believer by your efforts. Teach these truths, Timothy, and encourage everyone to obey them. Some false teachers may deny these things, but these are the sound, wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ, and they are the foundation for a godly life. Anyone who teaches anything different is both conceited and ignorant. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments ending in jealousy, fighting, slander, and evil suspicions. These people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt, and they don't tell the truth. To them, religion is just a way to get rich. Yet true religion with contentment is great wealth. After all, we didn't bring anything with us when we came into the world, and we certainly cannot carry anything with us when we die. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is at the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. But you, Timothy, belong to God. So run from all these evil things and follow what is right and good. Pursue a godly life along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight for what we believe. Hold tightly to the eternal life that God has given you which you have confessed so well before many witnesses. And I command you before God, 
who gives life to all, and before Christ Jesus, who gave a good testimony before Pontius Pilate, that you obey his commands with all purity, then no one can find fault with you from now until our Lord Jesus Christ returns. For at the right time, Christ will be revealed from heaven by the blessed and only Almighty God, the King of kings and Lord of lords. He alone can never die, and he lives in light so brilliant that no human can approach him. No one has ever seen him, nor ever will. To him be honor and power forever. Amen. Tell those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which will soon be gone. But their trust should be in the living God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works, and should give generously to those in need, always being ready to share with others whatever God has given them. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasures as a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of real life. Timothy, guard what God has entrusted to you. Avoid godless, foolish discussions with those who oppose you with their so-called knowledge. Some people have wandered from the faith by following such foolishness. May God's grace be with you all. I do feel that the Lord wants you to hear the heart of Jesus in my words, that he wants to make himself real to you, to reveal himself through you. And it will change your behavior when you look at the face of people around you and realize that irrespective of how they show the face of Jesus, they are made in the image of God. And when that hit me like a ton of bricks, I thought, dear Lord, every person that walks the face of the earth was in some respect given to display something of God's creative genius. Again, it's not that God has a look that has to do with what nationality you are or anything that has to do with physical recognition. But there's something of himself. When a church like this one grows, it grows because people learn that whether they thought of it in those terms, they're learning to love people. Well, the joy of being a gateway is the church just keeps growing. And I know it's because you, you love the church, but the church, again, is not a building. You love Robert, and he's, he and Debbie are worthy people to love as leaders. Because, as I said, there's, you never find any more real people, except there's a whole lot of them in this church, a whole lot of very, very real people. And the more you be real, the more real people uh, become the mirror of you. And the, the world starts changing everywhere you go. Psalm 89. God made a covenant with David that he would always have a descendant on his throne. 
The ultimate fulfillment of the Davidic covenant is in Jesus Christ, the Son of David, and He will reign forever. When Jeremiah viewed the destruction of Jerusalem, he may have felt as Ethan did when the king was defeated and dethroned. Instead of questioning God's faithfulness, Jeremiah reaffirmed it. Great is your faithfulness. Never judge God's faithfulness on the basis of what you see or how you feel, because His promises do not fail. Psalm 89, verses 38 through 52. But now you, the Lord, have rejected him, David. Why are you so angry with the one you chose as king? You have renounced your covenant with him, for you have thrown his crown in the dust. You have broken down the walls protecting him, and laid in ruins every fort defending him. Everyone who comes along has robbed him, while his neighbors mock. You have strengthened his enemies against him, and made them all rejoice. You have made his sword useless and have refused to help him in battle. You have ended his splendor and overturned his throne. You have made him old before his time and publicly disgraced him. O Lord, how long will this go on? Will you hide yourself forever? How long will your anger burn like fire? Remember how short my life is, how empty and futile this human existence. No one can live forever. All will die. No one can escape the power of the grave. Lord, where is your unfailing love? You promised it to David with a faithful pledge. Consider, Lord, how your servants are disgraced. I carry in my heart the insults of so many people. Your enemies have mocked me, O Lord. They mocked the one you anointed as king. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28. A person without self-control is as defenseless as a city with broken-down walls. Proverbs 25, verse 28.